We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sam, listeners, Lightyear's podcast, do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Wow, that's amazing. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open up the Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment and made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Light years is so fucking crazy to me. It's so crazy. Light years is so fucking crazy to me. It's so crazy. All right, guys. Draft night, somber. Not exactly the uh, the draft night we were expecting. I don't know, Ben. How do you feel right now, producer Ben? Where is your head at? You know, I'm I'm wearing this fantastic. Feel like Game Six Clay hoodie. It would be great Warriors if you World. didn't mute yourself, Ben. Oh, I'm unmute. Oh shoot. Sorry, <laughs> this is my first. It's my. Uh, it's my first time on the pod. Uh, this this you know, whole thing's going down tonight. I picked the wrong day to wear this. Uh, feel like Game Six Clay hoodie. Right. But uh, I I'd planned to wear it all day, and I figured might as well pay homage to the guy, uh, despite this awful, awful news and this awful turn of events. But not feeling good. I was very excited. I'm still excited to. I mean, you guys always do great show, so I'm excited about that. Not feeling as uh, spry and happy as I was probably like an hour let's, ago. Let's get to brass tacks here, Ben. Um, let's assume Clay's injury is serious. And does that change who you want the Warriors to pick? I, I don't think so. I don't think you can 
panic this close to the draft? I mean, you've done months and months of work to pivot now, I think, would be panicky and not a good sign for what your front office is has been doing. Um, look, it, it, if they change their mind and they kind of pivot to LaMelo or Edwards, like you can kind of understand it, but I'm hoping that they don't. They kind of stay the course because, again, a lot, a lot of work has been put into this. So um, I think you just got to gotta ride it out and, uh, you know, hope for Clay's return, what, a year and a half from now? Oh, Adam Silver's on. There oh, you go. God. Oh, ben bringing the go. energy. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Woj, but guys, feel free to drop like uh, real, real time tweets that Woj, Shams, uh, whomever is tweeting. Um, please, I, please I'll, only reliable newsbreakers. I, 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 I don't have, I don't have time to, uh, I don't have time to double check it. I do trust our listeners. Our listeners are the best. Lightyear's community is the best. But, uh, but yes, sorry, Andy, cut you off. No, no, no. Uh, the Timberwolves remain on the phones discussing possible trade scenarios with the number one pick. So I think they're taking it down to the wire here, Sam. I think that's important because it seems like Charlotte's going to move up if it happens to take Wiseman at one, which would mean that the Warriors have to trade down, right? Like that's 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 the only option for them. Or, unless- or they take Edwards. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like I. My big thing with the clay injury would be if it's serious, they they can no longer start thinking about drafting for fit, and it has to be purely we need the best player because whatever version of clay comes back post injury, you can't count on game six clay and like the guy we knew over the years to just be one of the most lethal shooters and a guaranteed 20, 25 points a game. He might enter a different phase of his career. And they might need to start considering maybe LaMelo or Anthony Edwards at this point when someone like Wiseman, you know, he makes a ton of sense if you have the Splash Brothers and you really just need a guy who can do big man things. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree with that. I think Wiseman is still the guy that you built the team around if, if, if you're staying there at that pick. Again, I feel like the best option now, we were talking about it a little bit on premium, but is that you just trade back and try to get as many assets as possible. Maybe New York or Oklahoma City or somebody gives you two firsts or something like that and you get two shots at it. I don't know. But if you're staying there, I, I don't I don't know if Anthony Edwards is that super talented guy that you end up taking that gamble on. You know what I mean? Like I almost rather get Patrick Williams at four. If that's if you're gonna want to gamble, Sam, and you're gonna want to gamble on athleticism talent size all of that stuff give me patrick williams like i want that gamble more so yeah, than someone like I, I do agree with you though like that it, what we're talking about is conceptually the same thing it's time to gamble on upside um instead of playing it safe because you may not you, you know if clay is gone that they're not winning a title next year period it's not really a uh it's not really in the cards. They may be able to make the playoffs. They may be able to make some noise, but um, they're not winning. Ooh, oh, yeah. Do you see here. that? Yeah. Barring that. a trade, Anthony Edwards is the number one pick. Ooh, not surprising. Actually, I don't know. A little surprising. Yeah. I don't know. I appreciate Neil getting on here. Let's get Neil on the show for a minute. Let's get yeah, let's, let's get let's intern get, let's, let's, let's get, get intern Neil on here. We need we need to hear intern Neil's thoughts here. By the way, still three and a half minutes until the pick is official. Um, feel free to throw questions in uh, for for the listeners. I, I we'll try to my- answer as many as we can. 
Um, I'm going to get, I'll, I'll be back in 30 seconds. I got to go get my shot. Go, you're good. I'm taking a shot when the Warriors pick because it's that kind of day. Yeah, please go get out of here. I do have a lot of Asian glow going on. Shouts to whoever said that. Um, look, man, it's been a long day. Uh, it's been a long week. So it looks like, oh, so Sham said it was a heel injury. Yeah, that's kind of been what we're hearing about, but um, no reason for us to speculate. We're not, we're not Shams, Wojan, we're not doctors. Um, but that does seem to be a little, that does seem about the same of what we heard so far. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's tough. Um, if Anthony Edwards goes at one, that makes it tough for the Warriors. Now, there's a lot of guys. Uh, there's a lot of value that you can get. Charlotte wanted to move to one to get Wiseman. Um, it looked like Boston wanted to go at one. Looks like Detroit is even thinking of moving to one for or two to Wiseman. Man, if I'm the Warriors, I'm moving it back. I'm getting out of this thing. Uh, <laughs> Rational Andy. Look, look. A couple more shots to go. We'll get there. Uh, Sam had to take a couple shots, so he won't be back for a while. He might just fall into a ditch. Sam, Sam is taking it tough today, huh, Ben? You see him? He, he can't even get out any analysis. It's a rough day for him, I rough mean, couple hours. I mean, can we blame him? He was so no. excited about the show in the group text all day, and then this happens like 90 minutes before we hop on the air. Like, it, right. It's just like it's a gut punch. Oh, here yeah, we go. There was, no, there was nobody more excited. Neil, into Neil, what is your You're live, sir. What is going, what is going on? Uh, I mean, I'm I was, not going uh, was to. I, I was in a Zoom meeting and, uh, uh, you know, for work, and then I just checked my phone and, man, my boot just, I don't know how, how much lower it can go right now. But, um, yeah, it sucks. I don't know. Not much to say about that. What do you think the Warriors are going to do now? Obviously, this changes the calculus. I feel like before we got the clay news, it was either going to be Wiseman or some sort of bigger trade to kind of give them win-now talent. Now, yeah. I'm not so sure they can play that game. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I mean, don't know. They love Danny, right? I feel like I've seen that like kind of theme consistent from like, you know, um, the last few weeks. I mean, that's actually kind of what I hope they do. So I actually really like Denny from what I've been reading. And, um, and I feel like his upside is high. He's still really young. So he's like kind of a guy you could, you could say, you know, we're building, we're going to develop him. He's going to be like a high upside guy. Um, and I don't know. I mean, it could be LaMelo. I don't really want LaMelo to be perfectly honest because I don't know. I just don't, I don't really love his makeup and his decision making is pretty questionable and his shooting it's, I mean, he's not going to shoot either, but I feel like he could. He's one of those guys who would work at it and get like really good at it if he could. Oh no, I think I think Teddy could shoot. Don't you worry. That that's my that's my yeah. guy. That's my guy at the top of the board. Um, yeah. I I think he's I think he's going to be a shooter. I think he's going to be very good. I think he's like Danilo, but he actually passes, creates, and is smart enough to move off. Official the ball. Shams has tweeted: Minnesota is selecting Anthony Edwards. That's a good fit yep. pick. That's good. All right. Warriors about to be on the clock, guys. Ooh. We were planning to to hopefully get a couple hundred people. We do have six hundred and, and up right now, so this is this is fun. Um, Edwards going at one. Everyone's saying Edwards has one. All right, Sam, do you, are you recovered a little bit? Do you feel a little bit better <clears throat> for for the new listener? Sam's uh, Sam's been going through it during the premium thirty minute segment. We had Sheed from Warriors World on. That was a fun time. Um, everyone who just jumped on, make sure you check out his shirts that he thanks, just came by out. By the way, thanks, Neil. Let's uh, let's get um, 
let's get the ad for uh, let's get Sheed's ad up here. Let's see if we can get that up here while we wait for the Warriors to pick. Whew. That's why. Then you're on mute. Now he's good. He has it up. No, I meant the video ad. Oh wow, oh. we're really oh. we're really working through it right now. Oh, we're working through a lot of things. <laughs> we're working through. Hey a man, lot of it's uh, right. that that clay news threw us through a loop right here. Uh, we're gonna yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna Anthony Edwards the first overall pick. Does anyone know? If- there's a Benny Hanna's in Minneapolis. <laughs> Pure silence. Although, you know, I do, I do hear, you know, Minneapolis has good food. I've never been and I never will be, but uh, I've heard they got good food. I heard they have a nice little Asian population too. I can neither confirm nor deny, but um, if they're, they're a beautiful Asian woman there, I will certainly make my way there one day. Wow, Sam's doesn't even like that joke. Oh I my like god, it. it's like lo- it. it's a be- it's uh it's a rough one, guys. It's a rough one. Um, all right, here we go. All right, Anthony Edwards, uh, confirmed, selected. Wow, they've got these like little animations that are uh, on TV. Wow, um, Warriors on the clock. They are officially on the clock. Uh, we have waited. 15 months for no 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 we have waited like 10 months for this so i just i just can't like the whole oh we have an official news break from chams i'm told the fear is that it's a heel injury yeah yeah i went through that Ooh, not the <laughs> trainers worked on his heel as he limped off all right, what are we thinking here? Yeah, that confirms with some of what people have been saying, right? Um, heel can only mean, Sam, one thing. Yeah. It can only mean an Achilles. Like, to me, I mean, it's or serious... plantar fascia. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, fingers crossed, that's plantar fasciitis. I have plantar fasciitis, and I have calf issues. But I think that's yeah, So clay... do I. I think that's right. just because we're old, though. <laughs> Ah, we that hurt. Um, <sighs> yeah, um, it's not it's not great news. It's it's not great news. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping. I guess we're all hoping it's a strain or something other than um, obviously a torn Achilles. That's the worst case scenario that's what none of us want to happen and you know i guess we just gotta think good thoughts of them but it's pretty hard to not be pessimistic and a little little worried right now yeah i think think that much is that much is a fact we are two and a half minutes sam though from the pick come on we are two and a half minutes oh boy do we have someone joining us Oh, Sam went to get another drink. Oh, I'm just going to take over. This is my show now. Um, yeah, Ben, I, th- I think he left for a second. Um, people are just hoping for heel contusions and hoping for bone bruises and hoping for, for anything. We, we will see. But here's, here's what's interesting to me right now, Sam. The Warriors are two minutes from drafting, confirming, and there is no news. There's no tweets. There's no nothing. There's no trades. 
Are these guys actually taking it down to the wire? And we just got news. As I say that. And the Warriors officially select James Wiseman, huh? Oh, and that's it. Wow. We'll see. We'll see if a trade comes up here. We'll see what happens. Um, targeting James Wiseman with a second pick. So we spent weeks well, here. That's, that's a Woj targeting, targeting. is code for yep. I'm not allowed to formally tweet it because my employer will suspend me. So <laughs> we spent uh, about 10 months here guess, guesculating uh, on what they were going to pick at two. The last month or so, we pretty much honed in and thought they would pick James Wiseman with the second pick. They end up actually trade, uh, not trading and picking James Wiseman with the second pick. So they hold true to form. Your thoughts? I think it's safe. I think you never know what's going on with Clay, but they're potentially thinking he's the best player of the top three. And at this point, you know, draft that guy and worry about everything else later. Uh, I guess they're not going the Lamelo route. I guess they're just going to stick with Wiseman, and not much else to say here. You know, I'm- I think it's the right pick. I think it's the right pick. I think that's the pick that you should do. I think there's no one there. Like people talk about, some people talk about like big versus wing, big versus guard, right? You talk about like Greg Oden versus KD, although Greg Oden was going to be a good player. You talk about uh, DeAndre Ayton and, and Luka Doncic, even Marvin Bagley and Luka Doncic. But there's nobody like that in this draft. There's no one. There's nobody mm-hmm. here that you're going to say, hey, we're going to pick Edwards. He's a surefire star. Not going to happen. To me, it feels like James Wiseman is, is that guy to be a surefire. Good. Set. We also have news that the Hornets are taking LaMelo. They did not wait long to announce that. So good for them there. But let's focus on the Warriors here as we wait for Bonte Hill to join us. Um It's, it's, you know what? It's just really hard to talk about this when I don't know what's going on with Clay, right? Like, if Clay, if we know Clay is healthy, we can have a serious discussion about how he provides him a rim runner and he's going to take advantage of all the space and they can really compete and all those fun topics and everything. But until we know what's going on with, um, with Clay, I think, I think it's I kind think of a we, holding pattern. Right? I, no, I think we should operate under the assumption that he's going to be out for a season. I, I, I don't. Th- I. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But but I think we sh- that's the assumption that we should operate under. Me yeah. me me and me me and Sam are disagreeing. I I think he's done for the season. I I think, but that shouldn't stop them for what they were going to pick. And I don't think I think they had J- James Wiseman at the top of the board, and they ended up and they ended up uh. Picking them. I don't think it I don't think it stopped them from doing anything else. No, and I don't know that they can change anything at this point. Like let's let's be real here. What if you're Bob Myers and at 4 p.m. you get a text that Clay is seriously injured and the draft's in an hour, what do you do? Are you really gonna like reinvent the wheel at that moment? I feel like you almost have to be safer at that moment. You have to just yep. be like, we have to stick to our process and adapt afterwards yeah I I think I think it's a perfect fit man I think it's a perfect fit I think Steph is gonna be a great player for another three four five years um he's at least a rim running rim protecting big right now not saying that he's gonna be able to guard Anthony Davis but at a certain level of being an adequate big he is already much better than Marquise Chris 
He's already better than uh, Kevon Looney in terms of just, let's just say, for example, staying healthy. Yes. Like, I, like I think the guy's playing 25 minutes Nothing's, a game. Oh, no. In this moment, health is the only thing I'm concerned about. Oh, no. I see. Yeah. Oh, I feel you. I, yeah, I, I, I guess I, I guess it's time for us to bring it all out. Oh, I, is, I, I, is my uh, – is my filter blocking it no i see, see it. it i see it. oh look he's got oh look ben's got a little got a little claw or truly there what are we what are we all working with here boys let's 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 be honest all no right. mccallan 12 for me mccallan 12 for me bonte i got no this ice. uh i got this rick house from the gold ball uh it's pretty damn good i don't really drink anymore um so this is going to hit me hard tonight i already <laughs> had a half glass uh i mean there's a draft happening right i, I think there's a draft happening right now Sam, what you got going on, man? We got a little, we got a little noble oak, a little, a little <laughs> bourbon here. You know, kind of in the same class as the two of you. I, you know, we can pull up Bevmo and figure out who's who's the bougiest at price point, but I don't think it really matters right now. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It does. Damn, man! It was supposed to be a good day. It's supposed to be a good day, man. And I know, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get excited about James Wiseman, and it's just hard. When um, when everything's in the balance with Clay, like of all people, he missed all of last year yeah. too. You know, all people, Clay Thompson, man, who we saw in the gym shooting. Everybody's like, this guy can't wait, can't wait to get back. And you know, he works hard. He misses a year. And and the cold part is like, <clears throat> he gets hurt in a game in which he probably was playing at his all time best. You think about that game in Game Six against Toronto. And I got the feeling that, man, if this goes to a seven, who the hell knows who's going to win this championship? And a borderline dirty play by Danny Green. I get it going for the ball, but it was just like, bro, like at that point, you know, whatever. But, like, he gets hurt, comes out for the free throws. Then we don't see him for since June of 2019. Since June of 2019. And we're all getting excited with the new schedule out. And I was getting excited. I'm excited about Wiseman. Look, I'm excited about Wiseman, but – does my expectations get tempered with this Clay Thompson injury? Absolutely. And now I'm start my head starts thinking like, well, Clay's out for the year. Worst case scenario. Next year we're going into a season where Steph Curry's going to be on the last year of his deal. Like I don't think anybody's thought about that yet. Like he's going to enter in the last year of his deal. And I know that's early. That is early. That is that's floating in my head, thinking, is this over? Is this run over? You're not wrong, though. I Jesus, mean, that's – oh, my God. I didn't mean to throw that out there, but that's where my – I start looking at the a, team, short-term, long-term. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but it's the truth. Like, Steph Curry's now got two years left, and what happens if this team just, like – I don't even want to go there. I'm sorry, someone, someone in the chat, Someone in the chat is saying, Bonte, close your closet door. <laughs> I feel the opposite, that – the the towels and the shirts are folded. I mean, yeah, that's you know? that's an adult job, right there. J- James Wiseman. <laughs> James Wiseman is four people around him in his living room, and he's crying. I mean, like that's come on. You can't. You that. you gotta be happy for the guy. Like you gotta Absolutely. be happy for the kid. Like this is. Look, man, I, I'm I'm a simp. This is what I live for. I know we're sad. <laughs> yeah. I know we're sad yeah. that Clay Thompson yeah. is out. But like, like this is the shit. Like, this is amazing. Like. If you think of it from James Wiseman's perspective, would you right. rather go to Minnesota or Charlotte fucking Hornets or the guy right. like, or or with Steph Curry, even without Clay? Like you get to play yeah. with Steph Curry for your entire rookie contract. Like 
this is as good as it gets if you're James Wiseman. This is the perfect fit. Like, he's going to get at least 8, 10 points just dunking the damn ball. Right. I, I thought about this, Sam and Andy, from, like, February. I was just like, all right, Anthony Edwards, or something to a player going to college, playing out of season, and not even, like, being close to making a tournament. And there was two – and, like, Anthony Edwards may be great, right? May be great. But there was too many times where I just saw him wandering – wandering and it was tough to watch it was tough to watch i was just like man like is he like you either want to play or you don't want to play the love of the game as you guys always say right and at times it didn't look like he really didn't play for the love of the game this guy wiseman got something taken away from him in college still did his thing in the classroom seemed like he just worked out you know and you read all the stories workouts three times a day and you see the tears right here kind of in a weird way, it reminds me of Vernon Davis when he's taking six overall by the Knights, right? right? Oh, he's yeah. crying, and I'm crying with him. Like, you know what? He wants to be here. Now, those tears could mean a lot of things, right? One, you're a millionaire. You never got to worry about anything for the rest of your life. But two, he goes to an ideal situation. That's what I just kept saying. It's like, all right, not to even go back, but like James Worthy was going to the Lakers. Perfect situation for a rookie to go play with Magic and Kareem, right? I, I mean, you think about Tim Duncan. Oh, I get drafted to the Spurs. I get to play with David Robinson. I get to learn from one of the best centers uh, in the last 15 years. This Kawhi Leonard going to the Spurs, getting drafted. Oh, I get to go play with Duncan Parker Nobley, a team that's already won championships. Oh, I get to just ease my way into the system. And now James Wiseman, even without Klay Thompson, getting to play with Steph Curry, learning defensively from Draymond Green and Rod Adams. It's a perfect situation for a young man to go into this situation knowing that I don't have to ban right away. I don't have to be a franchise savior like somebody's going to have to be for the Charlotte Hornets. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like, or, the, or the Chicago Bulls or the Pistons. Like, I got to save this franchise? I'm 20 years old, bro. Hell yeah. Like, you know, I don't even know how to play the game yet. By, by the way, for the comment section, that's Malika Andrews uh, on ESPN. <laughs> the comments are blowing up. That's that's Sam, you had a, you had, you had a thought there? Just so you know, uh, a tweet came across my timeline of someone saying Malika Andrews dot dot dot, and it's that picture of just Mark Jackson, like the oh, forty different angles of a sphere. This is this man. is why, e- even oh. in the darkest moments, I think for a Warriors fan right now, it it is it is a dark moment. There's a little bit of humor. Um, I yeah, I really got to smile really, a little bit. Yeah, I really like the James Wiseman pick. I think it's a great pick. I, uh, and so, by the way, I want to I want to point this out. Um, Bonte mentions Vernon Davis. They actually both had the same red flag, which is they have interests outside of their sport. Like most oh, everyone wow. who uh, criticized Wiseman would say he has interests off the court. Like he's fluent in Mandarin and like likes to do random things that are not a typical for an athlete. And like, that just reminds me, isn't that what everyone said about Vernon Davis? He still turned into yeah. a hell of a player for a while. Hell of a player. Kind of can't catch though, but you know, he, he figured yeah. it out. You figure, he, he figured it chest, out. Right. Yeah. He he figured, he's he's a chess catcher, hey, not a hands guy, hey, but he figured hey, it out. But you know what? He made it happen. He made it work. He, made it, he is good. I, I it, it reminds me good. of, it reminds me of people said about Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a great athlete. One. Right, Uber athlete. Um, they complained that he had some stuff off the court, which t- like crazy. Now you look at too, inter- too interested in academics. Like, <laughs> right. it turns out he's like right. a smart right. fucking guy, right? Like, he's, he's right. it's like which is it? Is he's not interested right. or he's too interested? Like, what's what's the perfect balance right. here? You're looking for like a B minus student, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me give me a C plus student, a guy who's just on that uh, C's get degree hype, right? Uh, look, look, this dude Wiseman knows Mandarin. The dude's learning Mandarin. He's going to kill it out here in the Bay Area. 
He knows Mandarin? Like what? He's gonna I, my girlfriend's Russian. I know like five words. We've been dating for, for <laughs> over four years. You know what I'm saying? Like I know five words. This dude knows Mandarin. He's 19, 20 years old. Yeah. I mean, like, and it's cool to have other interests. I mean, think about Curry and, and, and Draymond and all the interests. I know people come down Draymond's road, but they have a lot of interests, man. I Outside the basketball court, there's nothing wrong with that. Andre Godala, one of our favorite warriors ever, uh, was always in Silicon Valley trying to bubble off the boom, about off the tech boom. So, um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. A couple of different news that are coming out right now, guys. Patrick Williams looks like he's going to, uh, at four to the Chicago Pools, so he really shot up the draft board here in the last couple weeks. Wow. And uh, Cleveland is trying to trade the fifth pick, so – Wow, those and are the, all. And the, I and like the, Patrick Williams, but he's we, we've reached the. Um, it feels like the Major League Baseball draft, where people are just like, "I'll oh, look at the tools." Can't actually prove he can produce, but like bat speed, you know that type of stuff. <laughs> seven seven weeks span. Oh yeah, my exactly. lord, he's so good. His three cone drill, like his. Three yeah, exactly. Hey, exactly. hey, 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 hey! Trent Taylor has an elite three cone drill. Come on. Come on, come you mean on. Wes Welker? Wes Welker? <laughs> I think Wes Welker could probably the coach Wes Welker could probably get open more than Trent Taylor right now. Dude, Trent Taylor, they've been throwing this at me for two years, Niner fans. Trent Taylor, man, he's having a hell of a camp. He's the slot guy that we've been messing up. Like, dude, he almost died his rookie year on Thursday night football against the Rams. Remember that he was on the ground? He was so frail. I was like, man, this guy, does he have enough nutrients in his body? What's going on with Trent Taylor? And Look, man, the guy tries hard, but I mean, Richie James Jr. had one game better than Dante Pettis' and Trent Taylor's career. Like, it's – I don't even want to talk about the Niners right now. It's all about the Warriors, James Wiseman. I, I got the comments up, too. China James? Are they going with the China James reference? China James, China James and China I'm Clay? Not, I'm ready for that. I'm not ready for that. Let's just, see, let's just see him finish a few lobs first. That's a big thing. I will say – we don't know what's up with Clay, but no one is happier right now than Steph Curry and Draymond Green. They officially have one of the best lob threats in the NBA. Like once he figures it out, you know, and and you know Steph loves that. Like you know it it kind of burns him that he can't get those easy assists that other guys get with their uh with their center just being able to catch it above the rim and dunk it. Yeah, like that Zaza, great, you know, great guy, not providing the lob threat. Not, not quite, huh? I, so I, I, times. <laughs> I, put, I put this situation up this earlier this morning because we've been talking about, Bonte, we've been really talking about James Wiseman the last couple of weeks, and we were pretty much saying like 60 70% that this was going to be Wiseman. Can you imagine right. Steph, Clay, uh, Steph Draymond pick and roll? Draymond short, short, you know, short roll, gets the ball, free throw line, takes a dribble, lobs that thing up. And instead of Kevon Looney, who can – barely get to the rim you got james wiseman who can probably do a windmill off an alley view like that is a beautiful image it's a no-brainer pick to me because the west is bigger right the league is getting bigger not not saying that traditional centers are back like the back to the basket dribble dribble let me jump hook i'm not saying that's happening but you saw there's a lot of length in the western conference and the eastern conference guys are getting bigger and you need, like, Draymond thrives with the rim protector, right? He gets to roam weak side, gets okay. to roam freely yep. like a free safety, like he's at read in the half-court system. So, like, Wiseman, like, you just hear all good things about him. Like, sure, he hasn't played a lot of college games, but college games kind of hamper these young yep. players. Like, yep. I watched Baylor last year, who was, like, the number one team, and I wanted to yak. I'm like, who the hell wants to play in this system? Everything's half-court. 
Everything's slow. Everybody's running the zone. They're not going to thrive. This is open court now in the NBA. Pay, uh, space and pace. And look, this guy, you heard all the comparisons of Bosch and Robinson, and he's watching tape on Hakeem. Look, at worst, he's going to give you, I think, 20 to 25 minutes a game. And yep. if he gives you like the 9, 10 to 10, well, guess what? Marquise Chris on the other side. I look at the center position as just Marquise Chris, James Wiseman, and if it is Looney, right? And you get 48 minutes out of those guys. Well, let's talk about – hold up. Let's talk you about know, bigs right now. Hold up. Monte Poole, friend of the program, friend of the show, Monte Poole. Uh, yeah, adding Wiseman will not prevent the Warriors from seeking another big. Already have their eyes on at least four per sources. I'm not mad at that. Marcus Saul. Marcus Saul. That tells me Marcus Saul. Like, like, but what does that the also level? tell me? Yep. Like it also tells me like a little bit of do they think that like there's only a couple of reasons why you're getting a vet big. Like do they think that they might feel like Clay might play? Do they think that he's not done for this? Because, you know. I think you have to operate. I think you have to operate that he's. I think you have to operate that he's not done for the year until you get official word that he's done for the yeah. year. So, yeah. I mean, right. wh- why wouldn't the Warriors be putting stuff out there like we're going to pursue this player? Like, if you get the right. worst case news, well, then you pivot to in a different direction. But until then, you right. have to operate as if everything's okay. Also, does it mean that Looney they may be moving on from? Ooh, I was. Good. I mean, like. Yeah, he's had trade. injuries. Yeah. I love Looney, but maybe try to get a trade and yep. maybe get you a, a, a cheap wing, somebody who could defend on a wing and give you some bench step. Because like Marcus Saul, I'm thinking about Marcus Saul. And this someone brought up on the show today with Shasky and Kate on 95-7 game was that you bring in Marcus Saul. Now you have another teacher for Wiseman, a, a former defensive player of the year who knew how to play the center position. And look, Marcus Saul's not going to play every game. He's not going to play heavy minutes, but the guy can hit an open three now. You know what I'm saying? He's a one of the, the best, one right of the best passing bigs of the last decade. There you I mean, go. He, there you go. You know, Steve Kerr is going to let he'll pick up the system easy. So, yep. I mean, I'm I'm with you there. That the biggest thing I'm thinking of is, yeah, you got Wiseman, you bring in a vet. I mean, how many other bigs you need? One of Looney or Marquise Chris has to go. And you can go either direction with it, in my opinion. Chris can just go. But you don't you like. I, I mean, actually, it'd be very Warriors to just somehow find a way to run it, run it back with uh, five, six centers for no apparent reason. <laughs> Dude, how would you guys feel like? Because when Clay got hurt and news broke about Clay Thompson, I started seeing a lot of people tweet about Lamelo Ball, and he had a little IG post do up, and I'm like, please, for the love of God, don't bring Lamelo to the bay. I think Lamelo could be a good player. I do, but for this team, like, no. Imagine LaMelo Ball playing under Steve Kerr. <laughs> How many clipboards does Steve Kerr break? I, I, also, I, I, roster? I also disagree with the fact that he's going to be this type of, like, super talent that you, ca- that you can't pass on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't right. agree with that at all. There's nothing with the way that he plays that tells me, like, oh, you can't pass up on this guy. You need to not get it. It don't make no sense. It, it, it just – it doesn't. He can't right. shoot. He, Sam, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, for, I was going to say, for me, that's the bigger thing. Uh, if I thought he was like the undisputed best player in the class, right. I would say take right. him because talent's talent. And you're you worst he's case the best player in the draft. There's people tweeting that he's the best player in the draft. Like what? How do you I not like there's no way? But I don't but, but but my point was I don't think he is. Like, I mean, I honestly yeah. like Patrick Williams and the Cavaliers have selected Isaac Okoro. I think there's something to be said for 
him not playing organized ball, like, I mean, Warrior fans love to dog James Harden for not doing the winning things. What do you think a kid who literally has his dad pull him out of every game any or off every team when it doesn't go his way will do? Like, I don't know. I don't think he's going to be a defender. I don't think he's going to be that guy who does all the winning things you want. Maybe he will. Maybe I'm wrong. But I don't – at minimum, I don't think he's far and away. Like, like, like we're not talking about uh, – you know, like, like Zion or something here. Right. You know? Right. No, I, I mean, <laughs> it would be a disaster. Let's just be honest, man. Like the kid, I like the kid, man. I think he's going to be a little bit better than Zoe, but at least Zoe, as much as Zoe gets ripped, Zoe plays a little defense. You know what I'm saying? He'll try to guard the ball. and jump oh, yeah. the ball. Down. I like Zoe. He's not aggressive. You know, I, I, like Lonzo, you could do a lot worse, but LaMelo, defensively, like you said, man, it's just like, he would just chuck it. You imagine him playing, like, no, I don't even, like, I was starting to get those vibes when I said, you know what, girl, let's go. I told my girl, I said, let's go take a walk around the neighborhood. Let's get some fresh air. Because it was starting to get to me. Like, I was like, LaMelo Ball <laughs> gets drafted by the war. I know Bob Myers and company probably didn't even look at LaMelo. It probably had him crossed off the list, like, no way. There's no way in hell that we're taking LaMelo Ball. Isaac Isaac Okoro at five, by the way, and then Onyeka and Congo at six. No trades. I'm a little surprised there's no trades. Not yet. Not yet. But we we thought there was going to be some movement in the top five, top six there. Okay, you're – I'm a little surprised. Bonte, you're you're Bob Myers. Uh, You just selected James Wiseman. You got a great full head of hair. Life's good. Um, other than the fact that you don't know if Clay will play. Does the Clay injury change your calculus in terms of what kind of offers you're willing to field for Wiseman? I think you definitely have to think about it. You started, you got, you really, like a lot of people said, a lot of people who were saying trade the number two pick to think about the future and think about life after Steph and whatnot. I mean, you really got to think about it now because if you're without Clay, again, that scenario where Steph, Curry goes in the next season with only one year left in his deal, right? He's going to the next season, which could potentially, I don't even want to put this out there in the stratosphere, stratosphere, but he can go into next year as like one year, $45 million. And it's like, are you going to resign Steph Curry? Now, yeah, we, we, we already, we already pretended we, we didn't do, hear the we, first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah, we, don't, yeah. Hey, hey, hey we're going to kick this, this motherfucker is, off right now. Yeah. You, hey, 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 you asked me if I'm Bob Myers. I got to think about this shit. I got to think about this <laughs> shit. I got to think about Wiggins and Draymond. Like, if you're Pop Myers, you just, like, pray that the MRI comes out negative and that clays out for, like, four to six weeks. That's best-case scenario. You can't even, like – you just got to put everything at a standstill right now. But also, I still think you got to be – no matter what, if Clay was playing or not, or say if he wasn't hurt, you got to be aggressive with that uh, that trade that trade exception. $17.2 million. You got to say, you know what? I got to use this boy. I got to use it to like add depth to this basketball team. So in that sense, I'm still aggressive in that department and I'm still aggressive at getting the mid level. Now in terms of like trading some of the big names, I may stand pat at the moment. I may wait for like the all-star break or something. If I want to start to investigate that Avenue um, in terms of trading some of the other core players outside of Steph Curry. So right now I'm Bob Myers. I'm still doing the same thing. $17.2 million exception. I agree. I'm going to use it. I'm going to look to explore the mid level. And then let's see what happens to Clay Thompson. 
I agree. Uh, Killing Hayes looks like he's going to seven to Detroit. Looks like that's a little high. But Bonte, we're gonna get you out here with one last one, man. You got some final thoughts? You got some? You got anything you want to talk about? Jimmy G's not gonna be back. He's trash. And, 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 anything? <laughs> Whoa, Steph, Steph, we don't need Steph, to. Steph just uh, uh, looks like he just posted about Clay Thompson. Um, looks like he just posted some encouraging words. But your final up. thoughts on on all of this stuff? <clears throat> I mean, Jimmy G, yeah, he's probably done. I need one of these young stuff quarterbacks. I mean, the last couple of weekends, I've been on the couch. I've been on the couch, bro. And these quarterbacks, even the young man at Clemson, DJ, Zach Wilson at BYU. And I know everybody's making a big deal out of Adam Peters being at his game. That's his freaking job. Go to the fucking right. game to scout these guys. If Bob Myers wasn't scouting like LaMelo Ball, you know what I'm saying? Like, he better be doing it. By the way, you have a Giants jacket on? Oh, God, it's just bad. It's bad for Bay Area. I got Warriors shirts. I got, dude, I got Giants. I got Warriors shirts. Look at All that. Right. I got the Warriors shirts. That's not a Giants, the that's not a Giants this, jacket. Yeah, it's a little Giants. It's a little SF. Yes, it is. A little pullover. It's not. It's a little okay. dry fit. You know what I'm saying? I might have color issues. That doesn't look like orange. Yeah, maybe. It looks like red and yellow. That looks like St. Ignatius colors. Oh, Oh, he just called no, you an SI, on, bro. Stop it. Hey, chill out. Hey, chill bro. out. Say, he just called me a cherry. Pause there, Sam. Yeah, come I got on. love for SI, but I'm no cherry over I pol- here. I now, apologize, the orange guys. is a little faded. Orange is a little faded, but it's still there. There's like it's still got the outline. 10% of the audience gets that. Gets like how offensive that joke is, but <laughs> no, it no, hits. No, no, hey, Niners give me a fucking quarterback, right? Give me a quarterback who's going to throw the ball 40 yards, 50 yards down the field. Not C.J. Beathard, who's going to underthrow somebody by 15 yards. What in the hell was that? Oh, I mean, it was so laughable. Give me a damn quarterback, Kyle Shanahan. I love Jimmy G. I do. But obviously, Shanahan don't trust him. to get somebody you trust because I'm tired of hearing the excuses. It's year four now. We're about to have our third losing season under Shanahan. By the way, James Wiseman. The Warriors didn't overthink it. They got it right. Decided yep. Warrior fans. James Wiseman is the pick. And guess what? If Minnesota finishes in the draft next year out of the top three, they're going to get another stud next yep. year to go yep. alongside James can, Wiseman. Can we talk about that real Can we talk about that real quick? We, yeah, we got go the D-Lo experience at the Chase Center. Uh, oh we've God, heard the Carl Anthony Towns uh, stories via Jimmy Butler, who's everyone's favorite non <laughs> uh, not on their team player. And then uh, – no you know, the, the Anthony Edwards stuff, I think he's going to be a good player. I do not feel confident he'll be a winning player in his rookie year, um, <laughs> as most rookies aren't, right? Um, right, right. How confident are we feeling this pick is going to land in the top 10? Oh, we should throw in. OKC is obviously going to move the opposite way, and a couple teams are going to tank. But Right. I, I feel good that the Warriors are going to get that pick. Because yeah, Minnesota is just a dumb franchise. They're going to try to make like a playoff push and then they're going to go on like a nine game losing streak. And it's like, oh shit, we're screwed. This pick is not going to land in the top three. And you know, the NBA is not going to rig anything for the Minnesota freaking Timberwolves. That's not happening. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, you got Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards. Adam Silver is going to tell Minnesota, what more do you want? So that pick, there's no doubt in my mind that pick is going to fall in the top six, top yep, seven. I agree. And the Warriors are going to be sitting pretty in a deep draft. And so you add another young asset to, you know, to Steph and Draymond and hopefully Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins. I think the Warriors are in a good spot, man. I really do. Yep. Yep. I agree. We got to keep the positivity up and, and yeah, you know, cross our fingers for Clay Thompson because Drink that's up. all we can Drink do right up. now. Cheers. Drink up. Oh. Drink up to everybody cheers, out there on YouTube. Cheers, Monte. You're always y'all. welcome. Sam, Andy, I love <laughs> you guys. Red cups, glass. What's up, Ben? What's up, baby? <laughs> we got Wiseman. 
two second round picks. Let's see if the let's see if Bob Myers makes some more moves tonight, yeah. man. But I'm feeling good. Enjoy I, James Wiseman. It's been real, boys. Dante, appreciate you, man. You're the man. Thank Love you. Love y'all. So- oh man, that was great. Bonte's the best. But I, I needed Bonte because I needed that energy boost. Um, you know, we're obviously like all the premium members saw me look, you know, distraught. Right. when <laughs> the clay news and like the whole time I was like, I, I promise you guys, I had so much stuff I wanted to talk about. And I got that clay text and all I'm hearing in my head is just Marvin's room. I just want to cry. Ooh. It's bad. I do love so. Marvin's room. That is one of my favorite songs of all time. As, yeah. As, and it's like, I mean, imagine. you know what I'm talking about? It's just like, I can't even think it's just a mess. I just look, I just feel awful, but Bonte got me back in the spirit positivity. Yeah. We might as well move forward with this. Let's do it. We got on, we got Andrew Sharp in a couple minutes. I'm gonna take a quick break. Sam, go ahead, run this thing. I'll be back in two. Okay. Uh, Benji, jump on here. Let's get let's get some let's get some thoughts on this right now. All right. What's when's when's the Giannis trade in the mentions here? Um, <laughs> I think Giannis is gonna play it out another year or so before we start talking about about him getting traded, but I still, whether he signs the extension or not, I just feel like he's going to leave that team. That's just kind of the way it goes in the NBA these days. Ben, what is up? Oh, that was a, I'm with you, man. Bonte was a much needed injection of life. I think for the three of us, mm. Uh, so shouts to, shouts to him. He's all, he's always, he always brings it, and, man. You, I and know, you're right. Cortez Portillo. The uh, Marvin's room is the official pain anthem. It's like when you've had a bad day, that was that's elite, what you listen elite to reference as you just you stare too, in the Sam. mirror and cry. Yeah, elite reference by you. We've uh, our next our <laughs> next guest is uh, imminent here. So give me give me two seconds. Let's let's get him on. Well, I gotta. Andy beat me with the bathroom run. I'm taking the run after this break then. <laughs> Mr. Sharp, can you hear me? Hello? Yo, what's up, man? Uh, hold on one second. My audio isn't working. That's cool. All right, there we go. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you. How are you feeling? You know, um, so we've been going since 4.30. <laughs> The first like 45 minutes was like suicide watch. Okay. Because of the clay news. Um, we don't know the severity of the injury formally yet. Nothing about anything Woj or Shams tweeted makes one think it's an ankle sprain, right? It's, it's pretty grim. The, the tone from Shams has been uh, a little bit concerning. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, you know, you don't get those tweets when someone rolls their ankle and they're out 10 to 14 days. Yeah, you you probably don't even mention it. I I mean, I personally am really struggling. I was counting on the Warriors to make me love basketball again this year. And now it's just like, well, I guess all I can do is ironically root for the Nets because Clay and Steph are Right. I, mean, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't so, want to jump the gun here. But it's, and I don't. It's I don't. Great. I don't either. So the, the only reason our moods have been picked up is our guest before you is friend of the show Bonte Hill, and okay. uh, he got us just in a 
in a good mood in terms of try to ignore it until you know what's going on and just try to think positivity till then. So right now we're living in this alternate universe where Clay's healthy. So (laughs) that's where I'm at right now. It might also be the cocktail. I was going to say, I mean, I hope that you guys are pretty drunk right now because that's where you need to be. Just just casually enjoying ourselves. Um, (laughs) But with that said, let's let's start here. So your wizards are coming up. Uh, I don't know if everyone knows you. You could get Russ. Um, you're you know you're you're a DC native, so yep. you're that's always going to be the team that's you, you got a little affinity for, uh, which just sounds painful. But, but hey, we're all Warriors fans here. You know, well, look, Joe Lincoln, you're, it's the you're same thing. coming down to our level like pretty quickly here <laughs> oh, <laughs> in my. terms of just general darkness. Would you guys, let me ask you, at this point, if the Wizards offered Bradley Beal for Clay Wiseman and the Wolves pick next year, would you do it? No. 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 Get out of here. Get out of here. I mean, look. I'm just saying. Look, look, look at this. Look at this bad. vulture showing up at a funeral. <laughs> trying why do to, we, yeah. Why trying to be like, I got a tombstone to sell you for cheaper. Like, There's no you know. shame whatsoever. All right, I just had to ask. Okay, the thought. I respect it. Crossed my mind, and I was like, you know, that could make sense. Lakeup gets desperate, doesn't want to wait another 14 months for Clay. Maybe we make a deal. Yeah, um, I do think if the Clay injury is as serious as we're dreading the type that rules them out for a second straight year, the type where you have to seriously reconsider who he is as a player going forward. Yeah. Everything is kind of on the table. Like you're no longer thinking about building around the core three. You have to start considering building around Steph period. And like whatever happens it or like going in a different direction, I guess. But like, um, you know, until we get no to that, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed because yeah, there's nothing worse than being the guy who who screams he tore his ACL and then you get the uh, the notification that actually it's a calf strain and he's out for a month. Right. Well, and I, I mean, I've spent nine months. I can't imagine where you guys have been because <laughs> it was it was literally all building to this night as like the, the right. beginning of right. the new era. And then it's like, honest to God, it's the craziest thing. Like 15 minutes before the draft starts, everybody starts talking about Clay. Like, I don't know, man. That's tough. By the way, Wiseman already, already a forever warrior, already strength in numbers, all star, <laughs> saying on Clay Thompson, it was down for me emotionally, but as a, but the team, we got his back no matter what. Thank you, James Wiseman. You've Love been a warrior it. for 30 minutes. <laughs> fit, fit right in. Yes. Uh, actually, uh, by the way, number one on my draft board um, was Danny Fdia, Andrew, and Danny oh. is going to Washington. Uh. <laughs> wow. I think Sharp's with me on, wow. on Denny. Fuck, really? That's who they <laughs> took? Uh, I, look. Oh. I said this. Wow. I'm, I mean, it's fine. He'll be fine. I said this uh, on my podcast uh, last weekend. My read on Denny is that, like, he has the rough outlines of a prototype that, like, NBA guys really, really like. 
And if he were actually good, he would have like risen to the top of this draft class, but he hasn't, which tells me big, big time Jan Vesely vibes. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think he's, he's then he knows how to play basketball. Come on. He's slow and he can't really shoot. So that concerns Andy, me. Andy saw a curated YouTube reel and was just <laughs> all in. He saw a couple bounce passes through traffic and was like, this is my guy. He's like Luca meets Kawhi. I love him. No, I'm, I'm really glad that I'm on here with you guys and not watching the draft and following this by myself. We're here, look, look, you can't be as depressed as when we saw the clay news. I, I swear to you for the new listeners, by the way, thank you for all the listeners for joining. We have a little bit over 600 right now. Um, they missed out on the premium side where we were 30 minutes before the podcast. And I think Sam was about to cry. So I don't think that sharp that you're going to get there tonight because we've already been there. Yeah, I mean, I I don't cry, just to be honest. I get, like, very, like, despondent and, like, checked out and, like, uncomfortable for other people. But Mm. tears don't flow. It's more of a – it's – I honestly, it'd probably be better. Like, Bob Myers crying actually makes people feel better. Me, I just make people uncomfortable when I'm uncomfortable. Right. (laughs) Well, and and for me, I mean, I – the clay news if he's actually out this season is going to be like profoundly disappointing because watching the warriors at least pre Durant and then like certainly what I was expecting to watch this year is like the purest basketball fandom I have apart from the wizards. And so when I saw that news, like I was really depressed for about 30 minutes, but now that I see that the wizards drafted Denny Advia, I'm going to have to work on my pronunciation uh over the next couple of years i am depressed but not not nearly as depressed as you guys are so thank you for making me feel better about the wizards i liked like seven guys at nine and i knew that they were going to take either obby toppin or denny so we're gonna we're gonna say one denny thing so we had uh kevin o'connor on the pod last week and he was talking about how denny said his poor shooting percentage was a mental thing and not about like any mechanical issue. Great. And <laughs> and in all I heard in my mind was do not touch him because literally could not be a worse answer possible. Like what? I want the guy who has ridiculous confidence and maybe too much confidence. You'd rather you'd rather rein in the guy who uh who's maybe a B player but thinks he's an A player than uh the guy who's a b player but has the confidence of a d player yeah or the guy who just can't shoot who's slow but also (laughs) can't shoot like i don't want anything to do with that guy i'm sorry you need smart players by the way uh james wiseman on his new point guard this is this is what we live for sharp i have a great relationship with steph obviously i went to his camp while in high school he taught me a lot about the game of basketball kiss the ring gave me a lot of information that's my guy i see this pairing as kind of like a um, there's a- Kobe Shaq kind of thing, like where you know that <laughs> iconic moment where you saw Kobe uh, Kobe throws the oop to Shaq uh, for the three peat, you know, uh, during that run. Like I see this as being a very yeah, it's already point. it's already over for the Lakers. Yeah, like, I, I, and there it's, it's gonna end the same way. Steph's gonna throw a lob. Yep. And wow. Eisen's gonna dump all over Anthony Davis and. Everyone's going to be shocked, and Anthony Davis is going to stare at his hand, and it's just—it's going to be. <laughs> so about, don't whine about Wiseman being too much help. 
you know, that type of stuff. Sharp, I do want to get, because you are a draft, you are a draft uh, person. I, following your coverage, you always do have features and, and takes on draft guys. What is your, um, what is your profile on James Wiseman? What, what has been kind of your prevailing cons- uh, notion on him? Um, it's, I'm not super high on him. I, I thought the, the Warriors should take him if they were going to keep the pick, because I think he's the guy most likely to retain value for the next like six to 12 months. And I thought that they're going to want to move the deal, want to move this pick at some point along the way. Um, if Wiseman is being drafted as like a part of the future, I don't know if I'm like that excited about it, but I don't know if anybody at two would have had the type of value you normally expect out of a second pick. I mean, like LaMelo, where were you guys at with him? Because I was texting Sam earlier being like, this could get really, really dark if they get desperate and just take LaMelo. There, there was a Sam, Sam made made this note. There was a, Hey, if you think that clay Thompson is going to be out for a season, you could go down that path and say, Hey, you are rebuilding a little more than you thought. And maybe you take the guy with the best talent. Right. I, I think at this point, though, Jesus, I'm not sure if you, why you need LaMelo <laughs> when you got Sam. the big three behind me. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love the graphics on this draft show. You guys are really not pulling any punches here. Um, Steph is at the point where they need to make some moves to like, like they can't just sort of like kick the can down the road for right. another year. So if right. Clay is out, I hope that they look at this and say, all right, let's see what we can do with the Wolves pick and like, compete now because i and even if there aren't like great options out there i just for steph like i I feel like he's only got another three or four years of like elite play in him if that so like let's go make some noise somehow yeah i agree with you um so trade for bradley beal is what i'm saying here i'm here pitching you guys just get get desperate (laughs) get proactive we did th- we did talk ourselves into uh, last. I mean, season. I like, do love Bradley Beal. Like, there's no way around that. I just have a hard time uh, going there. When well, whatever, let's let's not go there until we know what's going on with Clay. That's that's where I'm at right now. That's just kind of where I'm at. We got we got the big the three Wiseman behind me, and we yeah. got James Wiseman. So I, well, now I am officially a 50 year old studio host with the corny jokes. Um. My let's, team let's, drafted Rui last year, who can't fucking play defense and never will play defense. And now we really not think he has Denny. defense. I feel like he had defensive upside. Hachimura's half Japanese. Yeah, he's half Asian. So I think there's a little. He's all right. It. He'll be fine. He's he, he's, <laughs> he's into your your what is it? K not it's not K pop. What is it? What are the shows that you're always K dramas? Is he? K dramas? Yeah, Sharp gets it. Yeah, he looks, Rui's he up it. on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he's got that going for him. He's never going to actually guard, but um, Sam, I hope you're right that he does fill out on that end. Yeah. Um, let's let's end with you on this because we got to get back to Warrior stuff, and we're going to have uh, Anthony Slater coming on in a five to ten minutes. So, Russell Westbrook to the Wizards. Mm. <laughs> I mean, uh, where, where are you at with this? So. I know you love Russ. I know in your heart of hearts, he's like your number two behind stuff. (laughs) Not a Russ guy. (laughs) Not a Russ guy. And yet, I... Do do you just hate James Harden that much? 
that you picked that you were because I remember the, the the years of Russ should have been the MVP over Harden. Oh well, yes, I I, I have never trusted James Harden's uh, beardy Madoff accomplishments in the regular <laughs> season. Yeah, and so I had to vote for Russ strictly to side eye Harden. Um, here's the thing. John Wall, I, the odds of John Wall becoming even like 80, 80% of what he was in 2017 when he was an all NBA guard are pretty slim. If like we're going to take an honest look at where he is um, and he's had some leadership issues, his health is uh, like totally up in the air. So what, the was, what's that spot in DC that he, he like owned his greenhouse or? I, I, I don't know. I, that's how uncool and out of touch I am. <laughs> I don't actually know like the hot clubs anymore. I know that John Wall is there frequently. It's <laughs> so, just never a good sign if Stephen A. Smith is calling you out on first take on national TV that you're at bottle service at exactly. this hot club too often. Constantly. <laughs> and I remember when Stephen A. called him out, I thought to myself, I think I was like 31 years old at that point. I was like, I am too young to not know where that is, but I'm also <laughs> impressed that Stephen A is like 50 years old and knows exactly where that is. So Stephen A has got uh, his I'm not crazy. surprised that Stephen A. On a, on a Stephen A note, no one is more upset about Clay's injury than Stephen A because was, I'm 100% positive Stephen A hits a bottle service with Clay Thompson always in the bay. Hell yeah. Well, like, and Stephen A was really like preaching the gospel. He was like a, a light years correspondent in the last couple of months, reminding people that the Warriors exist. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Clutch got Kendrick Perkins. We got Stephen A. It's not even a fair yeah, fight. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was awesome. Anyways, all right. So long story short, I will take Russ on the Wizards uh, because I think that the outlook with Wall is pretty bleak. So switching it up just for the hell of it, if they're not going to actually rebuild, um, I wouldn't mind it, which feels insane to say, but it's sort of where the Wizards are with John Wall at this point. I actually have to ask you one other question to back that up. How much did you laugh when Russ basically said, it's unfun to play with James Harden. That's why I want to go to a team where I get to do that again. (laughs) It's such an impressive lack of self-awareness from Russ to be like, look, I think the entire league realizes that I would be better on my own team. It's like, ah, I don't know. Trade market is not bearing that out so far. Well, he's still more likable than Harden, which is just a fact. That is actually a great point. No matter what happens to the Warriors this year, you guys can always take solace in the spectacular downfall of James Harden and Russ and Tillman and the Houston Rockets. Okay, can we can we talk about this? Laker fans trying to pretend they beat the Rockets is just the next level. Like they are, you watch Succession. Mm-hmm. I know you do. They are the Connor Roy of basketball fans. Where they're just like, I have a, you know, I'm just so successful. And it's like, you're very unaware I mean, of where your success came from. It's true, actually. If we're trying to like pinpoint what actually broke the Rockets, it was the Steph comeback in, was, that was game six, right? Yes. Okay. It was that performance leading to Chris Paul flipping out on Harden 
and Harden saying there needs to be changes in the post-game press conference. Then Tillman showing up after all the players left and being like, I need to teach these guys how to win. They should have stepped on the Warriors' necks during this series, all of which was just fucking great. And then everything fractured from there because they brought in Russ, which was like destined to be a failure the second they did it. Absolutely. So um, I'll give you guys credit on this night of mourning. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird night, memories. but I needed to, I needed to feel the positive vibes, which was just shitting on the Rockets. Yeah, one but- last time. One last time. Because in like five years when we do that whole, like remember how funny it was when the Rockets lost the Warriors, we'll officially be those way too old guys talking about the old days. Yeah. Well, and you got to break the Denny news to me. So <laughs> congratulations. Sharp. I just want you I just want you to know your screen froze on me as you're grabbing your face falling back during the Denny news. Well, it was the funniest thing I've seen. That's perfect. That's that's where I am emotionally with all this. <laughs> oh man. All right, Andrew, uh Sharp, we appreciate your time, man. Enjoy Denny Avdia. Enjoy Rui Hachimura. Um he does love Terrace House. That is a Japanese show. Um Good luck. There Good we luck. go. Yes. Good luck. <laughs> Prayers up for Clay. I'll talk to you guys soon. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, sir. All right. Sam, you going to head out for a second? Okay. Um, we are – so we've got Anthony Slater that's coming on. I We should tweet that um, we had sheet on earlier on premium. We partnered with Warriors World to give out five, um, what, gift baskets merch ben boxes i think is the proper term gift gift boxes, boxes? i think, I think shirts are in there packagism yeah uh you know wristbands i don't know all types of warriors world stuff all the listeners know what's gonna what's involved in that so we're giving away five um i think what i'm gonna do is uh let's let's take some questions once slater is off um and then the best questions are gonna get the five gift boxes um, and then if we have some time, I do want to get some people, uh, on the show with us just to get their thoughts. Um, uh, we've got a fair amount of people that are watching. <laughs> I don't want gifts. I want clay back. Look, if I could, I would, I don't even, I don't even need my Achilles. I would give clay my Achilles. I, you know, I don't, I don't care. Um, but yeah, that, that's what we're gonna, that's what we're gonna do here in the next, I don't know, hour or so. Um, that that's that's kind of the plan i you know i i think people are people are sad people are sad they they they're like hey clay's out this and that you know at the same time i'm also thinking this is a pick that moving forward for the next five six seven years like this is the guy that you want like this is the guy that's gonna make the warriors a lot better like i don't think steph curry is a guy that's gonna be done in two years um wiseman has a chance to start from the jump i think you draft him with a second pick i think wiseman's probably gonna be the starting center to start the season. Like I don't, I know Monte Poole tweeted that the Warriors are still looking at bigs, but I think they're probably going to look at it from a vet min perspective. I don't think that this is going to be, they're looking at the mid-level exception or the trade of player exception. I don't think they're using that on a big, or at least I'd hope not. I think they're going to start looking at wings and maybe some backup guards at that number. So, um, you know, hope not, but maybe someone that can kind of do what uh, Jalen Smith, who the hell is Jalen Smith? The Suns uh, are Jalen's good, Jaylen's man. Jalen's Jalen's interesting, but yeah, we've reached that point in the draft where all mocks can go out the window. Jalen was a, I'm 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 into him as a center prospect, but uh, 
you know, it's a, uh, let's just say we, we've reached the point of the mocks where none of them make sense. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've got Slater coming on in a few minutes. Yeah. I'm sending him the link. So let's keep him moving. Uh, Poole is going to start at shooting guard. I doubt that. I think the Warriors are probably going to bring in a veteran guy to start at, uh, start at shooting guard. I mean, they'd also just start Damian Lee over Poole. So <laughs> that's the other part of it. Not enough whiskey. Oh, oh, I was, I couldn't tell how much I upset you with that comment. <laughs> oh, God. By the way, Sam sources, Jordan Poole has looked great in the offseason. So, yeah, well, we all, we all tell people things. Tyrese Halliburton and Devin Fassell still on the board, Sam. Uh, certainly, I think people that, that the Warriors were, were really liked and were interested in. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I don't want to talk about uh, I don't want to talk about clay until we have something concrete, but you know, it's we'll, we'll figure it out, I guess. So let's see, moving this forward. We're James Wiseman, by the way, winning the press conference, just winning the press conference for me, just all his quotes, love Steph. And let's be honest here. Steph's happy. Steph wanted a big man. Yep. I think Steph loves yep. the idea of playing with a rim runner and having are you uh sorry go ahead sam oh god are you huh yeah, sorry oh sorry, we got go, a special go. we got a special guest joining us right now oh special guest oh just a, wow wow and he's got <laughs> okc colored headphones on he looks he looks happy he's got a beard going he looks like he just celebrated the lakers championship with with wow. uh, with KCP, right? Yeah, no, nah, he looks Anthony like Anthony Slater. Can you confirm Clay's done for the year? And one of the three guys in the background of my photo will be starting at shooting guard. Wow. Uh, number one, cannot confirm the Clay injury. There is a growing sense that it is going to be an extended absence. Yeah. Just, I mean, nothing is you know it's yeah, all we, confirmed at this point. But uh, yeah. I don't. I think Jordan Poole will start a shooting guard. Oh, you did hear that, huh? <laughs> you did hear that. Well, he said, he said, I didn't hear it, but he said, uh, I assume he wasn't talking smiling at your Pascal. I was just looking in the back of his uh, background. Yeah. Yeah. Sam's happy um, about those guys, I'm sure. My guess, I think Damian Lee. I mean, not, I can't believe this is the conversation we're having tonight, but yeah, eventually Austin Rivers, if we talk, uh, <laughs> you know. Somebody says Slater looks like Baker Mayfield. Jesus. I've got that before. <laughs> I have. You might even. Do you, the went dance. To, you went to OSU though, so is that is that like insulting, or have you moved beyond that? Where did Baker oh. go? OU. Yes. T- what's funny oh. is typically I would say um, no. Uh, I don't care too much, but this is actually Bedlam weekend. OU and Oklahoma State are like the game day big uh, game of the weekend. So yeah, I guess that is somewhat offensive. <laughs> what's the? Um, are you still watching? Like, is that like your number one, your only fandom at this point? Because like, obviously you, you cover the NBA. You're not. A yeah. Fan. Yeah. Um, I've kept an NFL Miami Dolphins fandom because I've just separated myself. Miami's from coming up. I know they are. It's like coming the up. one time in the last two decades. That's actually been a good thing. Yeah. To say. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Nice. All right. Let's get, let's get to the draft stuff here. Obviously it's uh. You know, I don't think anyone was expecting to get the notification about a serious clay injury right on the eve of the draft. I was on the radio live. Wow. Wow. Serious? Yeah, on 95.7. And it was like, it turned into just like a war zone in there. Can you imagine what it must have been like in the Warriors facility? 
That's what I was going to, that's where I was going with it because like um, it took us about 45 minutes to get to some semblance of normal because like the first like 30 to 45 minutes we're just sitting there like, yeah, they're going to pick. And, um, and you know, it's like that kind of thing. And I'm, I'm just sitting here. It's like, do you, do you have any sense of what they're even thinking and what they do with this pick and anything like that? Yeah, I think that they, I mean, obviously like they had like the shock of the clay news and the re- right. reality uh, of, of what was ahead of them, which was probably not having their starting shooting guard for a while. Um, I think the first thing you got to do is like, does this change tonight? You know, do, right. do they, do they alter their strategy? I think they made the right move of saying, no, we're going to continue down the line that we all kind of knew that they were going, which was Wiseman. Um, this could affect the next few days. You know, what do they do free agency? What do they do with this traded player exception? I mean, we thought they needed wing and guard help, you know, <laughs> five yeah. hours ago. I mean, right. they really need it now. Um, so to me, but I think the right move was to get whichever of the top three you thought was going to be the future star, because now the future matters almost a bit more than this season. Um, right. It went Wiseman. Right. So I'm a fan of that pick, by the way. I know you've been on the Wiseman train for months. And it feels like months now. And it feels yeah. like years, actually. It feels like years. <laughs> it does. Um, but you've been, you've been the one guy, I think, that's been very like, forget the trade down, forget the trade up. or Well, not trade up, but forget the trade out. Just get the guy, right? Get James Wiseman. I'm a fan of it. I think he's the not only the perfect fit, but the guy that can replace Draymond Green or can just be a guy that may be like a star. Um, we're we're going to do a quick news break here. The Spurs are going to select of Devin Vassell. Of course. Um, who at one point I feel like Warriors fans thought was going to go in the top five. Top one. But, but getting back to Andy's point here. You have been the most uh, adamant James Wiseman person in terms of Warriors media. So tell me, let's bring this back. What exactly do you see there that you want, that you're happy with the Warriors selector you thought was the right decision for the Warriors to make? So, so 69 college minutes, Uh, you turn on the tape, you turn on the tape, there you go. Uh, You turn on the tape and immediately it's like, this is an athlete that does not exist anywhere on this draft board seven foot one gazelle in the open court i mean some of the catch radius on the lobs and then he had a a cross-court lefty pass and transition and i was like whoa like i don't think he has good vision or feel necessarily yet but like i also didn't see damian jones or like many centers make that kind of read i was like whoa there's a lot there now there is potential warts but my thing was like the people coming out strong saying like he's he doesn't have um, you know, a high ceiling. It's like, it was only 69 minutes. How can you tell me that jumper might not eventually be there? It looks like it's good form. It's good. Yeah. It does. I mean, it almost looks Chris Bosch. I understand the percentages are not there, but sure. it's just like, I can see that. Um, so my thought was like, you're in a draft that's devoid of guaranteed stars. Um, I think you're, I, I've thought for a while that's, that's definitely a starting caliber athlete at the center position with a higher ceiling than I think people give him credit for, because yep. what if he does hit the jumper? What if he can get out? And so, I mean, it's, it's not like he looks slow laterally. Like what if Ron Adams gets him there in two years from now, he, he can guard a little bit out on the perimeter. He's going to block so many shots in this league. So it's like, 
to me, he was the surest thing at two. And like when you're a team like the Warriors, I don't think they wanted to go home run hitting with LaMelo Ball where like, what's the idea? Like, what's the strikeout percentage on LaMelo Ball, would you say? 50-50? 50-50? Maybe I honestly, more. I think it's higher. I think he's, yeah. Yeah. yeah Espe- especially if you're drafting him to be like your guy, right? Like, like you're like, oh, like LaMelo's going to be the point guard of the future. I, like to me, he's a big Rubio. And what's the strikeout potential on Wiseman? 10-90? Like it's, yeah, no, cool. the, the, the fear with Wiseman is always that you're, you hit a, you hit a, you slapped a single and the guy right behind jumper. you hit a, hit a home run. That's like always been the fear of the Wiseman. Like he yeah. turns into Andre Drummond, which is a more than competent, fine center. And the guy behind you turns into, I don't know, Jimmy Butler or something like that. I agree, but it's not like Luka Doncic was there. It's not, you know, right. who, who was the home run? If they walk out as tonight, you know, maybe the home run is Patrick Williams, but were they going to take Patrick Williams at two? Like, you know, I don't I think the main thing when I read the draft was what what I mentioned on Wiseman, but like this was just such a bad draft up top that it just – I think it clarified to them, and it, I know that it clarified to them more in the last few months um, when they met him, but also when they watched the West playoffs. I mean, people act like the center is dead. The power forward is dead. The right, center yeah. is still – matters in the league like i'm not saying he's going to be nikola Jokic. he'll never be the passer nikola Jokic is but like centers still matter a lot more than like undersized like four or five well and and that's that's the thing too it's like it's not that the center is dead it's that the slow-footed center is dead like all we all we've learned in the last few years is like you need to find someone who's close to seven feet who can move their feet not you know you can't just go through like like zaza doesn't really exist in terms of being a closing center in the modern NBA. Yeah. Well, but, and that's the thing with Wiseman, like the foot speed is there like end to end. He's going to be one of the quickest centers in basketball. And they, that's what they loved about JaVale always. And why I remember like after practice three, JaVale was a non-guaranteed uh, camp invite. And after practice three, I can remember talking to Steve Kerr, and he's like, this guy just beats every big we have, you know, David West, Zaza, whoever. He just kills him in transition, and we just tell him, run. Steph Curry, Draymond Green will get you the ball, run. And that's why I think JaVale in two years had like 250 dunks in like limited minutes. Like, to me, that's at minimum what Wiseman will probably be in the next few years. Uh, And then while he's doing that for you, behind the scenes, you're trying to turn him into an all-star. And I think there's a decent hit rate on that. I think there's a shot at it. Like, I I think he's someone that, like, at the very least, he's going to be able to play 20 minutes right now. Um, And you look at fit and you're like, all right, he's a good fit. But he's also got incredible upside. I don't want to say Chris Bosh because I don't think he's that. Because Chris Bosh was, like, polished and he's, like, a a 25. He could have probably averaged 30 points a game, uh, honestly, if he was on his own team. But man, like James Wiseman, he like did jump shot in Toronto just, just to be inter- that last year before <laughs> before he uh you know went to LeBron and LeBron you know took all the credit for whatever he did. Uh, we're getting off tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. what if Wiseman could just sit behind the line? Like he's not going to be like you know dribbling into threes, but he could just hit trail threes and transition one out of every three. I think about um Sam, we had Sam Vecini on the pod many times during the year because all we had to pot about was the draft. But uh, uh, he mentions what if he is a bigger, more athletic Miles Turner, who's ironically who, you know, we talked about where is trading for. 
it's really hard to imagine this draft producing a player who's better than if Miles Turner was two inches taller and, you know, had better foot speed, right? And that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, to me, it, a lot of it comes back to, like, there wasn't a Zion Williamson. There wasn't a John Morant. Like, what was there up top? What are they going to end up missing out on? Uh, like, I, even in if, let's say, LaMelo Ball turns into a superstar, I don't know that I'm going to be super critical of the Warriors about this pick. Oh, no. Right. I think this was safe. It was safe. And and safe can make sense, especially when you have Steph Curry for we act like, you know, with this whole like transition of power, you get the superstar right. for the next era. Steph Curry's still gonna be the face of the Warriors for a half decade. Right. Yeah. Um and I mean it's it's just hard to get out of the clay news right now. But um Yeah, no, it's not good. Um <laughs> it's not good. I this I I it I'm curious how this affects what they do in free agency, but also. So just, that's the next question. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was about to say, so let's say you get the worst case scenario. Like I don't want to, you know, you, you obviously don't want to speculate and let's not, let's just assume clays out for the year. Right. What do you think the Warriors do? What do you think they do? Because now you're talking about clay missing the whole year. You can't actually consider yourself a title contender uh, when you're missing a max player like that. And Going forward, you probably have to reconsider who Clay is if he's going to miss two years in a row, two season-ending in injuries. In the middle of his prime. Uh, I mean, yep. like you yep. said, if we are presuming a season over, he's going to go without playing an NBA basketball game for like 30 months, probably. Jesus. Three years um, almost. And you don't know what he's going to look like when he's back. And think about, you know, we, we thought they had kid gloves on him, you know, coming in through this injury. Imagine through the next one how safely they're going to – bring him back um to me bradley beal becomes their obsession probably um over the next however many months and that's partly why you want to grow wiseman as much as you can um but also free agency wise i I think you go for like an austin rivers type you know somebody who you can promote hey come in and you can kind of be this like placeholder starter um and you just go wing depth trick to me, like, you know, a little bit it's on Lakeup right now with uh, the, the traded player exception, but sounds like the Thunder might want like a future first for Ubre. You know, could you throw them next year as your own first, not the Wolves first? And then suddenly, you know, Steph, Ubre, Wiggins, Draymond, Wiseman, Rivers off the bench. Like, that's not going to beat the Lakers in a playoff series, probably, but that wins a lot of games. Because you can't you can't go with just throwing away a prime season of Steph Curry. Like I think if you're the Warriors, you can't just say, "Well, yeah, let's." How just- are you going to sell tickets? Oh wait, well, no one could go there. No. <laughs> well, well, not if Joe has. They're not going to throw this. They're not going to throw the season away. I I think that is the. Um, I mean, that's good to hear, but it's also like they've been trying to get rid of Wiggins' contract, and I think that's they're, they're not trying to get rid of Wiggins' contract. They will if <laughs> if you know Ben Simmons is on the table but they like right now isn't the time to strike on the Wiggins value asset because it's sure. it's negative it's negative on the market you take it out there they go oh we have to take Wiggins we'll give us an asset to take Wiggins where the closer he gets to his contract expiring the less a team has to pay and then also what if he has a good season you know you could sure. turn him into a good asset um so to me 
I'm not saying they wouldn't trade Wiggins. Of course they would if, if Washington was like, yeah, you know, we think he could be We love him. Him. He's a perfect fit for John yeah. Wall. <laughs> but after 30 games of playing well on the Warriors, that's an easier sell. All right, so let's get back to the main thing here. Um, how com- how confident were you that they were going to spend the TPE like in a substantial manner before the Clay news? And what do you think if we're assuming Clay is going to miss the vast majority of the year? Like, yeah, do you think it changes that calculus? Like, I, I guess I, I need to know where you're starting. And then to know where you're going with it now. Yeah, I'm kind of working through all this in my mind right now, right? Sure. Like we all are. I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, where it's like, you know, part of me could say the argument could be, um, yeah, you got to use it now because you need a lot more rotation help. I mean, right. that's 35 minutes, high usage, good minutes, a shooter. You know, they were relying on like the floor spacing. Suddenly you lose that. Um, so, yeah, you should use it. Then the other thought is, you're going to pay this massive tax bill that we were already questioning if they should for a team that now what's their ceiling? You know, we thought using it. Yeah. Your ceiling's a championship and makes up for it. But if their ceiling's five seed, right. Second round, you pay him 50 million for Rudy Gay. Like, I don't know. Who's by the way, going to be 35 by the playoffs next year. So. Yeah. I, I still think, yes, they do. Be, and I think a lot of it is because of, the tax break they're getting in this new CBA. I think that promotes it. Maybe they throw Looney in the deal, particularly because you get Wiseman. I think they're going to probably still get another veteran on a vet minimum big. Maybe you throw Looney into the deal. You cut a lot of that tax out by shedding his contract um, and you use it. Nice. Um, Moving forward from here, I guess – all right, so we're talk- we, we've talked TP. Obviously, everything's in the air because of Clay. It kind of throws it everything is. off. I was like, going to be very excited to talk about how you saw Wiseman's role going forward. Oh, here's one, here's a question we can go with. Um, Woj tweets that the Warriors are still going to pursue other centers. Do you put any stock into any of that, or is that just kind of the Warriors letting, you know, kicking the can down the road that there's still going to be players until they get some official news? I think they'll still be players. I mean, again, they're like Andy said earlier, they're not just going to give up a Steph right. Draymond mid prime year. Um, especially with what they did that last year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they have the wolves pick, you know, you don't tanking really. Um, I think that they should get another center vet, but I think they should use our, all their big tool money right now on guard. You know, if we're talking TP and, and MLE, um, you go guards and wings. That's clear. Nice. Okay. Um, last question before we get out of here. Someone in the chat is throwing in Evan Fournier and all these TP options. Like, I guess you, you just hit on it, but it's worth mentioning. Like, do you actually think they're going to, because someone like Evan Fournier would cost a pick. Do they go, do they do that sort of stuff? Or are we really looking? could get like they can't really go all in if if the clay news is as negative as people are assuming it will be i think you protect your future um you don't you don't shed picks for one year 32 year old rentals type right right i do um i i think you you should be able to find somebody out there that's not going to cost much i mean like because the one 
you're you're helping a lot. Like, you know what's beneficial to the Thunder? Let's say if it's Ubre's on the table, not giving them money back. You know, right, th- right. That is more, you know, like them taking Danny Green, although they ended up flipping him for Al Horford. Um, they really did that for the pick. So you could probably again, I keep messing with Ubre. To me, now he makes even more sense. Um, you think OPC is willing to give him up for out of for non for non-pick? I mean, they own all the picks. I know, right? And they um, do. I mean, it goes without saying. At this point, they haven't shed salary in a meaningful way. You know, they're going to want to if they're not making the playoffs. Yeah, and like the oil industry in Oklahoma is not great. Obviously, the pandemic has altered a lot of you know mm-hmm. priorities from ownership. Um, I think if, particularly if you're not saying they're not even sending Looney back, I think that's. I think Presti would do one of those things where, like, you can really protect the future first round pick, right. but the pre- but the press release says you gave up a first round pick almost. Right. Yeah. They <laughs> top, do that sometimes. Top twenty nine protected. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> and then it moves to like two twenty twenty six seconds. Right. So he gets the press headline, but he knows he's getting a second. Yeah. Okay. All right. We, we appreciate you coming on Slater. I mean, there's not All much right, else fellas. to talk about here. We're... Sounds like a funeral in here, right? It's, yeah. Get, I mean, get, get back to you. Yeah. I don't know what else. Yeah. Sam I don't was know what crying else earlier. You missed out. Sam was crying. He had tears rolling down his face. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. I was, I was Bob Myers at the KD press conference. Yeah. He, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he looked, he looked like an OKC fan. Hey, Bob Myers is having a press conference in about three hours where we might get some more news. And I'm very curious about, what he has to say about clay so yeah curious i'm sure you already know we we're 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 not we're not saying anything on the uh on the stream i yeah no i mean i i know what you're saying but still just how they message it what they how they talk about how it affects their plans the next few days i mean what's crazy is like we're talking post draft obviously well during the draft it's still what like the 14th yeah we're at the pick, 14th right? pick right <laughs> yeah now, just to be clear free agency's in like 36 hours or something I, I, i'm curious yeah and you talked about this at first too i'm curious how the warriors are going to take free agency because part of me was like do they just kind of do another tank season but they kind of can't like that's can't, not really can't. part of it that can't be what they're trying to do but then it's also like they can't win a championship without clay thompson like they can't unless you tell me James Wiseman is Anthony Davis, right? It's like that's not happening. Maybe, maybe for another no, couple of years. No, but you still you you have to yeah. You go be as good as you can, and maybe you're a four seed, and maybe you're in the second round, and maybe the team you're playing has their star player spraining his ankle, and you know this sure. game two, and Draymond has a great you know you, you I, have I, to go for it. I guess the Warriors could technically look at two lottery picks in next year's like unbelievable draft like yeah we're not, we're not going there right now all right all right all right all right yeah, we are <laughs> that, down a dark path that would require the steph injury of sure. last year remember they were going for it last year even without clay so right. until steph goes down i guess the last year they thought that clay was going to be back for the last month which is kind of unlikely right but like they were kind of like hoping for that if that thing is like if he's done which you know may be the, the case like he's not coming back like he's not coming back for the playoff run like that thing's not happening um and so then it's like like you said it's like all right then get avery bradley on the mle get try to trade for kelly Oubre, trade that late first and then and try to go from there and try to figure it out try to turn wiggins into a fringe all-star try to turn wiseman into the rookie of the year and hope draymond is you know before we, before looks- we get out before we get out of here you're um let, let's talk clay for one more minute here okay um okay so clay's uh, he's 
he's missing a year here. Um, do you really not feel that confident about the news of him going forward? Um, no, I, I mean, it's everyone you talk to is like pretty despondent about it. Um, you know, the only thing I've seen so far is like Shams mentioned the heel, um, which was plantar fascia. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, it doesn't sound good. I don't I mean, we all know it. Right. Doesn't sound good. I can't. I can't say anything that's like I can't sure. confirm to you right, what right. it is. Right. Um. But you know how these injury things work. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel too confident because I've yet to see Shams tweet something like that and then get a follow up that is uh, ankle sprain two weeks. You know. But it's there. There are stories in the history of sports or recently where the worst case is believed, and then the next day, the day after, it's like, well, it's bad, but it's not that bad. So it's not out of the realm. I mean, maybe so I'm I, it, to... in my mind, I'm thinking of uh, KD's first year, the Wizards game, where there was fear that he um, broke his leg. Yeah, yeah. He thought then, he was he was crying that night. Uh, that, like the MRI, he thought his season was over. Um, there's stories in like March on the verge of playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you're right. Yeah, no, that's that's a good example of that. I'm trying to think. That's the only one I can really think of in recent history of someone who kind of everyone thought it was going to be something worse than it was. And yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, remember the, remember the first KD one in the playoffs against Houston where we thought it was the Achilles. Right. And then it was like, no, it's like deep lower calf. I mean, obviously it turned out to be, you know, it was Achilles. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. you know, rehab to the point where he was awesome in the first 12 minutes of a finals game and then disaster strikes. But right. I don't, you know, maybe, maybe that's your greatest hope that it's like a lower really pop calf. Actually sharp, sharp came on Slater and talked about Bradley Beal and, and talked about maybe that's the guy that the Warriors may have to go all in on right now. If they want a chance at this year and take advantage of Stefan Draymond. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm about to go process this and write about all this, um, <laughs> including talking to Meyer. So we'll see. I think it, just go for it. You know, who knows? Who knows what happens? You know what else happens? Other injuries across the league, like landscapes uh, change. And the, the Warriors and Joe Lake of himself have gone way too far long without seeing good competitive stakes basketball, high stakes basketball. They can't afford to do what they did last season, which is sleep. Basically. Yeah, and that's not something that they were trying to do anyway, like you said. So um, so they will pay $80 million in taxes for Kelly Oubre for it to happen if necessary, and I'm okay with that. Not my money. Think about what they've played Clay the last two years. <laughs> First I'm sure years. Joe tells what they got off the record in every interview. Yeah, think <laughs> about what they got to play Dray- pay Draymond for the next four years for whatever the fuck. Okay, I got I, all right, you guys <laughs> can get deep into that. I'm going to go. I'm going to go right. Appreciate appreciate you coming Later. on. Thank you. Good luck. Later. All right, man. <laughs> I mean, now we're, now we're deep into hoping everyone's misdiagnosing. Well, hey, of- yeah. Well, okay, Sam, uh, we've got – it's 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Okay, I got to change my background here. Change your background. Um, we still have, as I was saying literally half an hour ago, we still have gift boxes to hand out. Oh, we haven't done this yet. Yeah, yeah good point. that's what I'm okay. saying. That's what I'm saying. We right. have five gift boxes to hand out. Thank you to Sheed and Warriors World. Um, we need to figure out how the hell we're going to give them out. So I'm thinking like questions. 
Like I'm thinking like we, maybe we bring some people on, right. We can probably go for another half an hour, another hour, but yeah, yeah. Let's, we let's figure do out that. Let's do that. Um, Ben, come on here real quick. I have to run away from the screen real quick. And then for the next 30 minutes, we're going to do giveaways to listeners. So keep the chat popping and you know, you guys have been great the whole show. So it's about rewarding the people who've been here the whole time and figuring out who's getting that Warriors World gift box. I've gotten a Warriors World gift box in the past. It's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. 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 We still have a lot of people that are still on here. So shouts to that. Um, despite the fact that we're on pick 14 now, and I don't think the Warriors are going to do anything here for the rest of the night. Um, so let's go through some, uh, let's go through some questions. I don't know where Sam went. Um Let's go through some questions. Whatever, just fire them off. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to pick out who we want to give it out to at some point here, and just write it down. Um, and let's just let's just kind of go from there. What's going on draft wise? What's Woj up to? Yeah, the Warriors have two more picks in the second round, by the way, which like they're not gonna do. Um, we're talking about Isaiah Stewart now with pick 16. Minnesota looks like they're acquiring Ricky Rubio. <laughs> they get they get Rubio back. Ricky's back home. Uh, yeah, good, Ricky's back good, home. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. All right, let's go through a little bit. Do you do you think Anthony Slater knows the diagnosis? No, nobody knows the diagnosis. But I think what a lot of the Warriors reporters and media, um, what what they're hearing is just how the people in the Warriors front office and people around the Warriors uh, feel about what's going on. Um, and I don't think it's optimistic. So I think a lot of what he's basing it off of and a lot of perhaps what we're basing it off of is just how – people around the team feel about clay thompson there is no diagnosis um that we know of Fred van vliet one year stop it um are the warriors about to trade up i doubt that um can we get james wiseman on the podcast yeah that'd be great you speak mandarin i speak cantonese though so it's a little bit different that was our only shot how many man? more picks that was, our, that was our only shot yeah what's that <laughs> yeah yeah i know i know I, I i don't do mandarin which K-pop song you listen to right now the most? Ooh, I might have to give this guy. I'm listening to Twice right now. Um, they have a, they have a new album out. I have a pretty good album. What flavor pod are you hitting? It's nicotine. It's uh, mango snow cone. Um, it's not weed. I don't I don't smoke weed, so it's just pure. It's just, it's easy because I don't have to walk outside and smoke a cigarette. It's probably something I need to quit. How high can Steph carry this roster with no clay? Mike Meek is four, four seed, six seed. I wish Sam was here because I love this question. Um, looking forward, I'm going to assume here, operate on the assumption that clay's out for the season. Again, it depends on who they're going to pick up. Um, but I think they're still in contention for the second half of the, the playoff seating, like four to eight. Like, I think they're still okay there. Um, I think there's enough if if they end up using the mid-level exception and TPE to get like decent players, like I'm talking about average players. Um, those are guys that um, that that's good enough um, to get them into the playoff contention. All right, let's let's do this. I've let's been taking questions. I've, I've been doing K-pop questions, Sam. So you might want to take over here before I steer the wheel mm-hmm. in a different way. Okay. Uh, oh, hey, Sam, Sam, Mike Mikas, how high can Steph carry this roster with no clay? I think that's a great question. Who who's on the roster? 
Uh, I'm going to assume like average players at every position that they're going to pick up with TP and mid-level. So what you, you want to say Marcus all and, or maybe Aaron Burke's not average, but yeah, yeah, he um, might be average. He's 55 years old, but like, I'm going to say average players. Far enough. Uh, second round probably. Yeah. No more. Like, I mean, Draymond's the one who really suffers here because he's kind of a looter and a riot in many ways. It's like oh, he's sure. Oh boy. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna be real. What does he do without spacing? It's a question. I have no answer for that. All right, cool. I have Let, no let's, answer for that. Let's move this. Actually, I have an idea. We're gonna I'm gonna ask a question here. So the first person who answers this correctly in the chat will get the first gift box. Okay. How's that sound? Yeah, yeah. We're going to change the mood because Slater leaves and we're, we're all getting into sad boy mode with, uh, you know, well, I mean, we're all sad. Let's be real here. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm trying to think of this question off the top of the head here. All right. Who was the last player to start at point guard for the Warriors before Steph Curry was drafted. And it's not Monte Ellis because he was shooting guard. So who is the last player to start at point guard for the Warriors before Steph Curry was drafted? I also have to look it up. Do you know the answer, Andy? Wow, who was the last player? I mean, I mean, literally, I'm talking about who was the starting point guard at the last game of the 08-09 season. Like, first thing that comes to mind is, like, I almost said Marcus Williams. Okay, we got a ton of answers here. Wow. All right. who, who, who is it, Sam? Tell me. I was going to say Marcus Williams. I will tell Williams. you in a second. Yeah, we've got a ton out. rolling in. AC Law, Monte, no Monte, Jared Jack. It's not Jared Jack. Uh, CJ Watson. Whoever said C.J. Watson, you are wow. the winner. Wow, C.J. Watson. And that was actually going to be my guess, but the first C.J. answer is... M. Roos. Who is it? M. Roos. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to, I'm going to text Write it. that down. If you uh, are on Twitter, DM Andy, me, Andy or me, and we will start coordinating how you can get a gift box. Great answer. Yep. All right. Wow, that's good. CJ Watson, the king of uh the king of stepping in for the long two, by the way. A thing that defines bad teams is players who love to step in for the long two. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great question. Um what should be the next one? Let's come up with the next one. Let's go to the next. What, what what are you thinking? I'm gonna let you maybe Ben can help us out here with some questions. We're doing this off the top of the head. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're we're just we're just rolling right now. Um, we've got four. It was more to it out. was Julian Obedo, by the way, who had the the correct question, the correct answer. So Julian DM uh, Andy or me, and we will get you. We'll get your address and send you the gift packet that you deserve. Yeah, let yours let yours trivia show. I do I do like this, Sam. I, I know. Like I really this. wish we prepped for this. So that's on us. We apologize. No, 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 no. We're good. Now we got to do something a little bit personal. Let's see who actually knows Sam as Fendiari and Andy Lou. How about that? 
Let's, let's okay. Okay. All right. So we've got four more gift boxes left. We've got four more four. left. We've got four more left. Um, and this is going to be for the people. <laughs> this is going to be for the people who knows us best. I'm going to go first, and then you can go second, so you can think about it a little bit. Okay. Um, for me, it's pretty easy. All right. So who is <laughs> who is my favorite K-pop singer at the moment? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Who is my favorite K-pop singer at the moment? <laughs> Somebody said just EDM. That's funny. Yeah, you got to do a housing one, Sam, after this one. Ooh, A-Pink, close. Wow. Somebody said UI. Should I go UI or IU? Yeah, we've got... Malika uh, Andrews. There we go. Malika Andrews. Um... I'm going to give it to Mark Riley because he said UI, but that's close to IU. Who's my favorite? So Mark Riley, can you, uh, can you, can you tweet at or DM either like yours pod or I or Sam? <laughs> we got some great fucking answers. Scott Murphy answer is nobody cares. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right, Sam, you're next. That's too I've said, I've said this on the pod multiple times. Who is my first favorite basketball player? I'm in my mid-30s. I grew up in the Bay. It's not Smash Mouth. (laughs) Oh, Kevin, I appreciate the grift pulling the Iranian card. Chris oh, Weber, there we go. MJ. There we go. Kid. Yeah, we got one. I think we got From it. Cabbage 160. I don't know wow. who that is. Jason Kidd is the correct answer. Wow. That is the correct answer as my fa- first favorite player. Michael Jordan is my favorite player, but Jason Kidd was the first one that I was like, that's my guy. So if you, uh, Cabbage 180, uh, message me or Andy, and I will get you a gift basket. Ben, you got a question? Yeah, we got to do one for Ben. Hell yeah. I'm trying I'm trying to think of a question that doesn't involve me plugging my own podcast. Um, uh, Please. No. Um, d- uh, okay. Um, when did... Uh, you can probably look this up, so I'll, I'll, that'll, that'll be an easy one. When is my first article published for Warriors World? Oh, that's I, I like I'll let you one. know right now. You can Google it. So that's a tough one. Wow, somebody said 2016. I don't think that's right. 08, 2013. No. 2017, 2013, 2012. I got. Wow, we are just. I got. Well, let me see. Let's see if anyone's got it. Who's the first one? Said 2012. 2012 yeah. was a. 2012 is the correct answer. So let's scroll up. Who had the first 2012 answer? Tasso Tasso Kodanidas. There it is, Neil. Write that down. Congratulations. Wow, Mike Meekus, November 29th, 2012. He for sure googled that. 
All right, we're going with one last one. We're going to do yeah, one Warriors, last one. We're doing Warriors trivia here. Actually, is that one or two? One more. One more. We've got we've got uh we've got four right now, I think. Okay. In the infamous game one against the Spurs in 2013, where Steph Curry scored 42 points in a loss because the Warriors gave away 44 points in a loss, gave away a ridiculous game. Who blew the defensive assignment on Manu Ginobili's game winner? (laughs) I know this right off the top. Yeah, I know you do. (laughs) Oh, this is disgusting. I love the Richard Jefferson answer, but no. <laughs> he blew the free throw line. He blew everything. He's the worst. Who blew the assignment on Manu Ginobili? Pay Udo, you were disgusting, whoever said that. Whoever said Jared Jack. We going Jared Jack? I need Andy's opinion on this. Was it Jared Jack or Kemp Bazemore? <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna say Jared Jack, but I agree with you. I just, I, I, I actually hadn't talked with you about it. in okay. five to seven years. So. <laughs> I was gonna say Jared Jack, but I'm not sure. Now we gotta figure out who actually said it first. I think Zach Bond. I'm Bond go, had I'm it go. first. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. look at it right now. Zach Bond had I'm it first. At it right now. So Zach Bond, premium listener, by the way. Always good to see a premium listener. Yeah, on we're there. trying to give so. Bobby Sura. Some of you guys. It was. It was. Let's let's talk about this real quick before we get out of here because it might be dark when we get the clay news. Um, Jared Jack blew the switch. Is that correct? I mean, I'm going to say yes. Feel free to. I feel like Kent Bazemore's got head. Kent Bazemore got hung out to dry having to guard two guys at once because Jared Jack went with the wrong player. But I'm going to let Andy, Coach Andy. Doctor Coach Andy. Doctor <laughs> I'm gonna say in that in that scenario, it's probably Jared Jack for not calling it out, but I'd have to watch the video again. God, it's been like seven years, right? Um, but that was a series, I think, if we're looking back at the good times, uh, you look at the Warriors and you're like, Yeah, that's a team that's gonna be legitimate. Cause remember Steph twisted his ankle that series. You remember that? Like they were a team that probably could have pushed the champion Spurs to to six games, seven games even. So um, certainly, certainly a team that was ready to go, uh, ready to be a dynasty. We just didn't know. Uh, yeah, Ken Bazemore about to be starting shooting guard opening night. Yeah, it could be possible. It could very much be possible. Ken Bazemore might be the starting shooting guard. Um, and with that, we also have our first trade. The Clippers are trading Landry Shamit to the Nets for the 19th pick. Good for uh, good for KD and Kyrie. They just got a guy that can just stand in the corner and. Uh, the dude's gonna be miserable in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Should we get out of here? Yeah, let's let's get out of here. Why don't we do some? Why don't we spend like a minute and do some closing thoughts? I will. Uh, I'll, I'll start. Yeah, this this Clay Thompson news is obviously tough. I think we're I think we're operating operating under the assumption that he's going to be out for the rest of the season. We have no idea, but I do think the bright side is the Warriors made the right pick with James Wiseman. I think he's the guy that has the highest floor. I also think he's the guy with the highest ceiling. I don't think you can tell me that LaMelo Ball has a higher ceiling than James Wiseman. So 
Um, he's the right pick. He's a great fit with Steph Curry. As Steph Curry gets a little bit older, um, he has a little bit of safety valve there um, and a guy that can be a defensive of the year player. Keep in mind that James Wiseman's, uh, I think, a little bit of four that people were saying that he could be Clint Capella defensively. And I think that that's really like all the Warriors need uh, right now. So those are my thoughts. My thoughts are the Clay news is depressing. I don't really know where else to go with it. Like I like Wiseman. I'm excited to see it, but like until we know what's up with clay, it's, it's not the show I was hoping to do today. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's not the show I was hoping to do today. It is not the show we we're hoping to do, but I think it's still going to be an exciting warrior season. Um, and honestly, let's wait for the clay news, right? Like let's wait. Let's see. We don't know. Um, but I do think the warriors are set up pretty well in the future. Absolutely. All right. We appreciate all you guys. We're going to throw this on the pod feed if you only caught part of it or, uh, you know, if you didn't catch any of it, in which case you're not listening right now. All right, man.